Um, so last time, last time we spent uh, two hours of a two and a half hour session fighting two blob monsters and the, uh, I guess the body of Professor uh, Solis, uh, Professor Solis Malacquias, um, who when you guys killed realized had kind of cosplayed himself as a dragon, though his body had changed as well from when you had seen him lying in the bed. And um, he, after a medicine check, he appeared to have been dead for uh, longer than the period of time, but about 45 seconds it taken to kill him and then go look at him. Um, and at that point, uh, Helene came upstairs and spoke with you guys. She had kind of like awakened from a sort of, she described it as like a sleepwalking sort of phase. Um, and then you guys went back downstairs and checked on Piero, uh, who was still creepy, but a little less creepy because the house was a little less creepy. Um, and then you spent the rest of the evening, um, y'all kind of had a slumber party downstairs, uh, talked about some of the um, information or where information on the individuals might be and uh, Zook realized that oh, that's the stuff that he had already stolen out of the office. Um, and uh, Helene gave you guys um, access to a one of the houses owned by her her family's estate, her husband's family's estate um, in another part of the capital city. Uh, and then we basically disbanded for the day. Oh, and you got a few things off of uh, Malakwis's body, um, some Chinese, uh, some shiny um, little black pieces of uh, gemstone and um, a sort of split glass ball. All right, so you guys uh, wake up the next morning. Everyone's downstairs in the Malaguias's home. What do you guys do? Helene is up, uh, she's making breakfast since she knows that you guys don't really do much drinking. <laughs> Bless um, her. <laughs> Piero is we, we tried reading. He did. But it stressed I, you guys I, out. <laughs> I, I gave it my best, and my you best did. was not great. <laughs> hey, listen, it, it was to, a mess. to be fair, I don't know that any of us were going to really pass it off as a cook. No. <laughs> Can I find the puppies? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they're down there just hanging out. And I like to walk up to them and go, hey, did you guys see anything weird yesterday night? No. Beyond after we went to bed and stuff. And um, uh, Barley sits up, but Tana just kind of like flops down and just looks relaxed. Barley's sitting up, but he also looks very casual. Okay, so is that like you saw normal weird stuff? Because normal weird in this house is a little bit more than normal weird. He kind of lets his tongue wall out of his mouth like, and then lays down next to his sister. 
already. Appreciate you. <laughs> they don't actually speak, so I don't know. <laughs> I know. But they, they, they're smart, and they seem to understand most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what to do first? We can go check out our new palatial manor that we have inherited, or we can track down the uh, research notes that we got from Gilson, uh, for Gilson Roper's research notes, or we could drop in on them, or Pippa Arkwright, or check out the orb. We have so much stuff to do. And I guess, you know, maybe find a Gnostis, but this other stuff, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure we'll leave there. That'll, that'll happen. That'll happen when it happens. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, you are on my wavelength, Hardy. We will we will find a Gnostis when we find a Gnostis. You know, the, I it's really when you're not looking for them that you find them. I I think always the always last, the last place, place you look. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we all have, I think we all have like in this case another... around the table. <laughs> in this case, being on another plane would probably be the last place we look. True. Yes, that is true. Actually, yes. We should go find somewhere to get all this cool stuff identified. We have a dagger, right? From yeah, but just a regular dagger. Professor? Okay, not magical. But we did have some some gym shards and a, a, a an orb, a ball, an orb. This a isn't splits, the glass ball. Yeah. This isn't the first time we found creepy black gemstones, right? Yeah, you've seen creepy black gemstones before. When we fought the cave guy and with Hardy and. Mm -hmm. yes oh yeah. i forgot about that yeah good 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 memory yeah uh specifically when you guys fought or when you guys um also when you guys were in um uh terramort you saw that big black gemstone that was kind of sucking the life out of those kids yes mm -hmm. Then roll me a nature check. That was before me, right? I, yeah. I, okay. I was like, I that don't remember. That was BC. <laughs> I don't <think> so. <laughs> I was like, that's. Uh... I feel really bad if I had forgotten something like that. What would you say to roll, Amanda? Nature. Nature. Yeah, a good minus one. So uh, <laughs> eighteen. Yeah, it looks like the same type of crystal. Hardy, it's the people soul eating crystals. Oh, Ooh. should we be handling that with care? <laughs> you look back, and I'm kind of like chewing on the corner of one. Like, hmm. <laughs> um, you could ask like an arcanist or people eating crystals. I'm sorry, what's well, not your like physical form, just you know, all your vitality and your inside and your soul. Is that something That's you all have encountered? knowledge. Yeah. Well, and Zook and I's traveled to get here. This is something, we've seen something similar before, at least. But the bigger. Much bigger and... Much sucked. hungrier. It sucked. Uh -huh. um, if I recall correctly, wasn't there something similar under the uh, temple with the... Um... The scary guy that flew away. Ooh. And I think that was a drag. That that fight did drag on, yes. 
as they say. Uh, did we uh, um, <laughs> did we see a magic shop when we came in? I don't remember. We have been to one a few times before. We see yes. Abrac Apothecary. That's right. On the, there's also plenty of um, people who I think at the university that we could also connect with who mm-hmm. may be able to give us some more definitive idea of what it is. And also, so help me God, the next time I gain a level, I'm taking identify as a spell. Sorcerers. To Dai's point, we have a lot of paths here that we could take. It's just a matter of what seems the most pressing. Um, I'm definitely all for picking out a bedroom and all that at our new digs. <laughs> uh, but I do think that it is worthwhile following up on the research notes because that feels like maybe one of the, the closest ties we have right now to what we've been looking into. Are these ones in words that everyone can read? Or are these ones still in Scratch Scratch Devil Magic that our friend has to read? No, Mr. these are, this is just in uh, common. <clears throat> Okay. Some things are like shortened, like shorthand, but um, nothing like crazy. Sort of like if you were writing notes to yourself on something, you'd abbreviate longer words and stuff like that. But yeah, this is all, this is just, you know, regular professor taking regular old notes. So question for you then. Would you like me to use uh, Xerxian Grave so you have a way to communicate what's written down in these notes to us? Oh, that's our professor orb, right? Yeah. I mean... Hey, Xerxian. Shake, 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 shake. Hey, Xerxian. What are you shaking? Orb. <laughs> you look for the orb and you don't find the orb. Didn't <laughs> we... Did we, give, did, we give, did we give the professor orb to somebody? I'm. He had asked for you guys to leave him in the library, but you did not. You had him last or yesterday afternoon. Okay. In the basement of the house. Huh. We didn't leave him in the basement, did we? Perhaps the professor has um, moved to the library. Also, I'm going to look at the orb that we picked up from the bad guy. Does it look like our professor orb just slightly banged up? <laughs> It, it definitely looks like a split-in-half professor orb. Well, I'm going to scratch getting this orb identified off the list. <laughs> well, we have to find Xerxian. I point to the split-in-half orb. I don't think Xerxian is findable anymore. Don't say that. <laughs> are we still at the house or did we leave? You are still at the house. I'm going to go down in the basement and see Check to see the last place okay. I had him was. <laughs> uh, you walk into the off or into the kitchen. Um, Helene is kind of coming out at the same time with a a tray of um, bacon and a tray of uh, French toast. And you're she's trying to stretch your Oh, sorry. Uh, Susie heading towards the door. When you're done, um, food is ready. Whatever you're getting down there. Have you seen our little orb? I 
wasn't aware you have a little orb. Mm. Okay. I'm going to run downstairs. All right. So while um, Zook is otherwise occupied, I say picking up a piece of bacon and stuffing it in my mouth. Um, Deck, uh, Hardy, what uh, what do you think we should pursue next? Um, well, this French toast is delightful. <laughs> Thank you. It's an old family recipe. We add a little bit of uh, bourbon into the sauce. Oh, that's... Wow. You know, that's... That is what is doing it. Um, so um, I guess without, since the orb mystery has been solved, um, what about perhaps just pursuing the, you know, Professor Arkwright or Roper or our new house? Um, I'm down for getting the items identified and then doing one of those things you said. Well, what items do we have to identify? We've got, <clears throat> we know the professor's orb is broken. And then you just want to look into the gym, the broken gym shards that Zook was eating? Yeah. The, and I think that probably that's something we could knock out in back at the university or um, visiting the arcane shop to see if there's anyone who can help us with that. Um, would Deck know? If mending would repair the orb? Um, yes, you would know. Typically, a magical thing, if you mend it, won't. it won't regain its magic. But you'd be able to mend a glass ball and have a glass ball. Uh, <laughs> clearly, I'm. Um... You know, I'm so glad we killed that creature because he killed our very dear good friend Xerxian that we all remembered we had until until we found out he wasn't with us anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, um, while you're at the table, uh, Professor Helene goes, uh, you said, do you have shards of a gem? Yes. Uh, I think Zook uh, had him in an in ah, hand. Okay but some uh, darkened crystal that we need help with. She goes, oh, kind of like that. And she points and there's like some um, like carved crystal things. Uh, those are from the mines that my husband's family owns. Interesting. Just crystals. And they called it the mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's just doing a very good Gimli. <laughs> oh, I can't hear you. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, what I said. <laughs> I know. That's that was me realizing exactly what you said. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, she points out just, uh, it's just some um, oh, let's, one second. Just some Uh, it's just some um, tourmaline stone. You can use it in sort of magic rituals and stuff, but it doesn't have magical properties in and of itself. Hmm. I, do you know offhand what kinds of rituals it's used in? Uh, it should be used as a sort of focus, mostly. 
Hmm. At least as far as I know, I'm just a mathematician. Uh, can I roll an arcana check about the tourmaline to see if I have an idea of like if it if it's a better focus for like some schools of magic or others or uh yeah, sure. Let me look at the schools of magic. So Never mind. Never you know, you could just put that that table away. I got a two total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are schools of magic again? I don't know. Uh... <clears throat> Got Harvard. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. (laughs) All right. um, You're downstairs, Luke. Yeah. Uh, You haven't really unpacked anything downstairs. So the room, the trippy room that you were in is kind of empty. Um, uh, Barley had followed you downstairs and is still just kind of looking at that one corner that he was looking at last time. All right, Barley. There's some creepy stuff still going on in the house, so nose up, ears up, eyes up, eyes open, full hearts. Kind of wags his tail. She's up, tail up. Is a ton walls out of his mouth. There is something weird. It's, there is. It's not the type of one that he was super concerned about. All right. Can I go over Maybe to that? Maybe like corner? a decades old sort of ghost sort of thing. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You said he was that particularly interested in a particular corner. Yeah, it's um the far uh, left corner, the I far go north, north side corner. Try to perceive anything weird about it. It's slightly cooler than the rest of the room, but what's this? The basement? <laughs> Do I like feel any like airflow or something, or is it like? No, just a slightly lower temperature. Can I look around and see if I see anything related to Xerxian? Uh, yeah, you don't see anything. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. It's literally just what I just said, like a decades old ghost oh, in the gotcha. corner. <laughs> well, no, I didn't mean specifically in the corner. I just was just oh. the last place we saw him was down here. Yeah, nope, nothing down there. Okay, I'm gonna go back upstairs. All right, so Zuke returns to the group. I just want to spontaneously be there, like eating, like I didn't go anywhere like the whole time. Just so <laughs> All of a sudden, you turn as you're talking to Professor Helene and Zuke sitting on her other side, shoving a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> French toast in his mouth. It says, it says there's bourbon in the French toast? <laughs> huh. uh, yeah, um, just a little bit. For flavor, give it a little richer taste. Let's see. <laughs> All right, so you guys eat, you finish breakfast. What are you doing? Where are you going? Uh, Abra, Abra Apothecary. Okie dokie. Uh, so you, as you're heading out, here it goes. You guys are leaving? Yep. Oh, I thought you'd stay for longer. We'll come back and visit Piro. After all, we need to check on your progress. 
And your grandmother can always help you to send us a letter if you need us to come and visit. Yeah, she has our address. All right. Oh, it's um, 1313 Dead End Drive. <laughs> I want to lean down and place my hand on Piro's shoulder and go, Piro, yeah? the less creepy you become, the more likely we are to come and visit you more. So just keep that in mind. And I want to pat him like reassuringly on the shoulder. <laughs> His face kind of falls a little bit. He goes, okay. And then he goes kind of to head back into the house. And you hear him go, that's what they all say. Well, I, I was going to say before he leaves. Uh, I, yeah? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just got a... Sorry, Piro, I just got a, an Amber alert. I got a... Uh, <laughs> wait, there's, Piro, a, there's another child hmm. who needs me right now. <laughs> Creepy kid, seen missing. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, basically, I just want to, as like Zook like pats him on the head and walks away, and before Piro goes in the house, I just want to lean down and just say, "Look, don't listen to him. You're great the way you are. Embrace yourself. Don't let any of these fuckers tell you that you have to be anyone other than what you are." Smiles at you and then goes back into the house, and uh, Tenant Barley, or Tenant follows him. Barley watches you guys leave, and as he leaves, I look at Hardy and I say. Probably shouldn't have sworn in front of him, huh? Um, you know. Oh, well, fucking kids, am I right? <laughs> After all we've been through, his grandmother can allow us some, <laughs> some allowances, I, I would imagine. <laughs> I hope She'd so. pay us for our work as teachers. <laughs> she did. And she gave us money and a, and a, and a house. Whole <laughs> house. Yes, I, we are a bit flush with cash, so yeah, you know, a, a trip to the magic shop might just be what the doctor ordered. Do we shopping. want to swing by the house and see if we need to buy anything while we're out shopping? Mm, just to kind of see what kind of condition it's in, or yeah, if we need like beds or like an exorcist. <laughs> an exorcist. Well, with this family, you never know, I guess. All right, um, so you guys are going to stop by the house first? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys um, have gotten directions from Professor Helene. Um, she uh, told you to you know, kind of go through the main center of town and then it's up sort um, just say like a mile south of the uh, Harbor District um, which kind of gives you description when you get there uh you just find yourself in front of a sort of narrow um three-story building uh it's all kind of whitewashed with uh the same tile roof as is typical in the town um there's a tiny side yard on the uh right side of it if you're facing it and then more almost identical houses around it can I fly up onto the roof with Lyle? Sure. Is there any is form of, of entrance? From the roof? No. Yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna There's a front an door and a back door. Here. What? So we're going to have to put an entrance in up here, Lyle. <laughs> Maybe just sleep uh, with their floor window open. He kind of flicks his tail happily at the sound of that. I thought Lyle could talk. Because he was part dragon. He can understand. Gotcha. 
He's basically like any animated film animal sidekick. Yes. Right. <laughs> clearly, clearly sentient, which in terrifying implications. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he can understand. He can read. He just can't tell you what it says. Yeah. If there's like a sign that said danger in a language he knows, you'd be like, oh, probably act like you shouldn't go down there. <laughs> be, we'll start talking to Lyle like, like they do with the Lassie. It's like, what? There's danger in the building? <laughs> You're all wrong about that. What? Gonna go. Well? Knock on the front door. I all right. Pull, pull out the key. I say, shouldn't we just go in? Oh, what if there's someone in there? There's nobody in I'm there. I'm not going to discourage good manners, Zook. That's a good idea. <laughs> all right. You knock on the door. You wait a minute. No response. There you go. Now we can enter. All right. So you guys walk in. Uh, you walk into like the small sitting area. Um, there's kind of like a half wall. On the other side of that is a kitchen with a uh, table and four chairs around it. And then to your right, there is a stairway leading up. And underneath oh. the stairway, you see there's a little um, small door. And then there's a door behind the stairway. Lived in, does it appear? Does it look like it's been empty for a while? Um, It looks like it's been empty for a while, but it's could use like a little dusting, a little sweeping, but it was left clean. There's like no Mm -hmm. stains or anything on there. Um, The furniture is acceptable. It's like it's older, but it's well-maintained. it's not the most expensive furniture, but it's not like fantasy Ikea. It's like your grandparents' house. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like your grandparents' house. How many spooky paintings cares? with eyes that follow you? There are none. There's and a couple landscapes. All the furniture is covered in plastic. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a bowl of Werther's Originals for forlornly sitting on some side table? <laughs> uh, there's a little glass bowl, but it doesn't appear to have anything in it at the moment. Do we want to check the attic in the basement since the last guy's house of this guy's houses we saw had, had stuff going on in them? Uh-huh. I said that's a good idea, Zook. Why don't you go? Why don't you get on that? Uh, you want to check the basement and we'll check upstairs? Jack, you want to come downstairs with me and check the basement? Yeah. And I'm going to look at Hardy and say, should we check upstairs? Yeah, we'll do. And then once we start going upstairs, I'm going to whisper to Hardy and say, this way we get first pick at the bedrooms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so down in the basement, uh, Zook and Deck, your guys go down there. Um, the basement has the sort of same footprint as the house. Um, on one side, there are uh, shelves, just like with no back, but you know, kind of like the sort of shelves you see like in a storage room. Um, and on it are like uh, canned fruits and canned vegetables, um, some uh, marmalades and jams and things like that. Um, the, the floor is like a hard packed dirt floor, um, but uh, nothing weird. Doesn't look like anything's been overturned or any footsteps in it recently or anything like that. There's a single uh, cobweb in the uh, southeast corner and a small spider in there. 
I'd like to approach the spider. <laughs> All right. Spider's spinning away. He's like, spider? help, if you kill 30 of golden spiders, you'll free me from my curse. <laughs> I hold out to it the gold skull tail coins I've already found. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't react. It's the spider. Um... I grab, one of the cans of, <laughs> I grab one of the cans of jam and give it a smell test. It smells really good. I it's like a to, raspberry jam. I begin to eat it using my finger like a spoon as we head back upstairs because you... Is that... So it's pretty much empty, right? It's not like I'm missing a bunch down here? Yeah, you're not missing a bunch of stuff. It's just a small little house with some provisions. Okay, no monsters down here, Death. Let's go... Oh, there's also like some dried meats and stuff to put in storage things. I have storage containers. Using a piece of jerky as the spoon, then instead of my finger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's delectable. It's kind of like a charcuterie board. I wonder if there's any cheese. <laughs> um, upstairs, Diane Hardy, you guys walk up the stairs, and there um, is to the right of you another set. A flight of stairs going up to the third floor. Um, on each side of the little hallway, directly in front of you, um, are two doors, and then there's another door directly in front of you, and they're all shut. We're just gonna start opening doors, see what we find. Yeah. Okay. Each of those doors on the sides open to identical bedrooms. There's a chest of drawers, um, fan- like fantasy target quality doors drawers fantasy target quality <clears throat> single bed does the uh chest of like does the chest on the floor have like text hovering over it that just says your stash <laughs> <laughs> it's a save point <laughs> write in your journal and save for the day and then across the room across is uh, a bathroom and you said it was two or three bedrooms on this floor two bedrooms on this floor if you go up the second floor it's the identical layout So I guess how many stairs we want to climb. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine on the second floor. Maybe our, our flying friend will friends will want to uh, hang out on the third floor. Works for me. And Hardy goes and like flops back on one of the beds. <laughs> yeah, I, I dump all my stuff on one of the beds and like just come out like right as like Deke and uh, uh, <laughs> Zucker coming up the stairs. College stuff putting up. our names on our door. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> There are little magnetic whiteboards on the outside of each door. <laughs> I write on Hardy's door, uh, you know, Die was here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so which rooms did you guys pick? The left or the right side room? Uh, left. Because I make notes for when I finally make this map. <laughs> okay. Unless you have a strong left or right preference, Kate. <laughs> Can't say that I do. <laughs> What's the uh, what like? What does the window look out upon? Yeah, <laughs> I guess which which one is south or is or which one faces like are they both like south and north facing or are they no, east they, and west facing? Um, the right side room faces that like five foot wide tiny yard, and the other one faces the other house. It's this five foot yard long tiny yard, but they're really close together. There's nothing really exciting. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, but yeah, I just take the left one. <laughs> this is a very modest house. <laughs> yeah. I uh, prop open my window uh, just so Osgood can kind of come and go. And I put a little jerky out for him. I put up my, uh, Orla- I put up my Orlando Bloom poster on the wall. <laughs> now it's starting to feel like home. <laughs> um, Deck and Zig, which uh, rooms are you choosing? On the third floor, left or right? Right. Uh, I'll take a left. Okay. And I also like to open my windowsill and put one piece of jerky out there. All right, you do it. Do I see this happen? Are you in his room? Um, probably. Okay. Yeah, you see it happen. (laughs) Are you trying to check more monkeys? No. Just seeing if Hardy will visit. Hardy? Or not Hardy. uh, Osgood? Osgood, yeah. (laughs) One of the Osgood treats. I guess that's fair. I like just imagine that the first day you'll try to crawling through the window. There's a piece of jerky in her mouth. <laughs> Leaves. Exactly. Says nothing. <laughs> what was the name of the, the, the woman from the ring that crawled out of the well? Was it like Samara? Samara. 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 Just yes. All Samara. <laughs> <laughs> Zipper. Heads <laughs> up. All righty. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's simple sheets and blankets on each bed. Um, uh, the bathrooms have a toilet and a mirror and a vanity um, with two little tiny cabinets on each side of it. Um, and then a uh, sort of bathtub with a faucet in it, no overhead shower, but it has like a, a little head that you can use if you sit in the shower or the bathtub. I take a bath. All right. Just a little bird bath. All right. So we want to like probably hire some people to clean up, right? And take care of the house. I could just pick up a, a couple of scrolls of Invisible Servant uh, while we're at, at the Abracapothecary. Mm. It's fun. Unobtrusive. Maybe that's what I like to pick up next time I level up too. Um, (laughs) uh, And then also, like, I just press to digitate like everything I can press to digitate in my room. Yeah. All right. So let's say you guys do a little, little bit of magic, a little bit of like freezing. Everything's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nice place. Open the window so some fresh air comes in. It's pretty homey, even if it's pretty. Minimalist. I turn into a dog and start rubbing my scent all over my bed. Cool. <laughs> you hear some <laughs> from that room. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, uh, take my little goblin rag doll out of my uh, pouch and put it on the bed. Um, uh, and then also like that? toss out like the like the books I have in my in my pouch 
uh, just on the table. So I'm not carrying them around anymore. Sweet. It looks a little bit more like your place. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to take the strange porcelain doll and I'm going to concentrate and focus on, <clears throat> I don't even know. Um, <laughs> not an Ostis. Maybe, uh, maybe an Ostis. I don't know. I, I can make it look like anybody I want. I'm going to make it look like Orlando Bloom and put that up like on a shelf. <laughs> okay. Fantasy, um, or fantasy Orlando Bloom, whoever the equivalent is. <laughs> okay. So uh, you focus on it to make it look like a fantasy Orlando Bloom. And um, as you do, the doll's face begins to change and then it grows in size to size of fantasy Orlando Bloom. Party. <laughs> Party walks in. Whoa. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not... What's going on? Um, apparently that strange porcelain doll is stranger than I expected. So, so this is not like a body pillow situation. Just checking. No. Um, the, the boy, if I had that in college. Um, <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say, yes, maybe I'm going to try to make it look like Hardy. Okay. Does you it focus on that? It shrinks down the Hardy size. Boom. Looks like Hardy. Well, Hardy, is... go, Hardy goes up and is like <laughs> messing with the arms and stuff. Okay, so you when you touch it, um, you go through it. So what it does is it projects silent image. Mm. Mm. Um, so if you like feel around in it, you can feel the actual doll underneath. Mm. But what it the person that it emulates, it takes this full size and form of them. It doesn't do anything interesting. <laughs> Just like passing my hands through my face. Ooh, it's like acid drip. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I oh, when I read the description, I just assumed the doll itself took the shape of it. This is much cooler. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm gonna have it just dismiss it if I can, like just make it look like yeah, a doll. yeah. Like, well, um, this actually might come in handy in our travels uh, more so than I thought it might. Play some really good pranks, honestly. Absolutely. Wait, I want to make it look like Zook. <laughs> okay. Um, I did just read it's once per day, but we'll do it for this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but for the for the low. So you make it look like Zook. There's a Zook in your room. Uh, and then I'm gonna hide behind some like the door and be like, "Hey, Zook, come down here for a sec." Uh, her hair so immediately hides. Guy's <laughs> voice come from downstairs. Um. You see, you hear the clatter that is the usual um, prevailing sound of Zook's approach. Talon, and he's like excited. Talon's and, on uh, wood floors. <clears throat> but as soon as it gets like to where it might be in visual range of whatever this thing is, you hear, you just hear like, it just goes silent for about one second and you just see Zook come through it at like, what is equivalently to 65 feet per second miles per hour and <laughs> flies like straight through it. <laughs> It's like uh, Naruto runs into himself. Or you stop yourself before hitting the wall on the other side. Um, Because you're a monk, I assume you can do that. Yeah, I come to a sliding stop like inches from the wall. 
I like turn around and pull out my sword. <laughs> <laughs> that can be only one. <laughs> you attack. Or attack. <laughs> okay, your uh, sword whiffs through uh, air. Fight me, coward! <laughs> uh, you, you hear you hear like die stifling a giggle behind the behind the door. Uh, it's all right. It's just a doll. We figured out a new trick. I clamber out from underneath Dice bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's one of those magic things? Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, the, the creepy doll I've had been lugging around. It could do this the whole time. <laughs> so it's stolen my soul? <laughs> uh, and then I dismiss the it and I say, and now it's back. You have your soul back. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real got your nose situation thank you die thank you for your help <laughs> of course you know, zook anything for a friend what's deck up to <laughs> yeah uh, what's deck up to can we make it look like deck just rubbing his scent glands on everything apparently oh yeah he's rubbing his scent glands on his bed <laughs> he's up there steve bagging his pillow Oh, <laughs> that's a choice. Okay. Well, hey, I, I, I reach into my pouch and pull out some jerky. I say, well, when you go up there, hey, you know, tell me he's a good boy. Give him this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you guys doing? Uh, head to the Abbot's Apothecary. Yeah, I'll make, I'll also make like a list of like groceries or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, little whatever we need for the house. Uh, add that to the yeah there's no groceries there's some like older looking uh jars of um some you know regular ground spices and stuff in the cabinets um some inexpensive plates and cups and stuff like that it's like your it would be like kind of like an airbnb setup <laughs> nothing exciting bunch of old mismatch stuff but it was furnished for renting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys head out. <clears throat> you guys head back towards the main uh, marketplace at the center of town where Abrick Apothecary shop is nearby. And there's some other shops that you can get the rest of the stuff you want. But you pass like a grocer's, a, a general goods store. I don't know if you want to hit that on the way to Abercrombie Apothecary or the way back. On the way back, yeah. You don't want to be okay. like lugging your ba- your grocery bags around in the in the magic shop. Yeah. Don't so want to guys... melt. So you guys enter in. Um, the bell above the door rings. <laughs> um, and you see House at Berlons. Um, at her old, uh, tiefling herself behind the counter. She goes, ah, hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Back again, I see. Yes, and with money to spend this time. Ooh, excellent. I love it when people bring money. <laughs> yes, it's the best way to barter for goods and services, I've found. Exactly. It's like you had a long night partying a little too hard at the university. I just think back to, like, my, my like, PTSD is back to, like, the demon fight. I'm like, yes, uh, partying. Oh, yep, I know that look anywhere. Stare off into the mid-distance for 
comfortably long. <laughs> what can I, I do for you, kids? Um, well, uh, I need at least four or five uh, scrolls of Unseen Servant, if that's something you have. Yeah, I have several of those. Um, she goes back and pulls out uh, four of them. Let's see what's... It's first level spell. So how much are those usually? Uh, it varies from world to world. Uh, it's a common scroll, so probably around fifty. Sounds good to me. Like two hundred dollars for the or two hundred gold for the lot. Dollars? What are dollars? Yeah, I I, I give her two hundred gold. Scrolls. <laughs> Thank you for your business. Um. You're very, very welcome. Hey, um, I could use something um, that maybe would make it harder for nasty things to hit me for, and hurt me. Uh, is that something I could pick up here? Perhaps something um, like uh, in a handy bracer form, something that wouldn't interfere with my spell casting? We don't have any armor here, but of course, like you said, you don't like the type that needs armor. Yeah, I was thinking something more armor. wondrously enhancing my inability to not get hit. <laughs> like in a, in a bracer or a cloak. She's like, yeah, I have this uh this cloak. She pulls out a cloak of protection plus I can let it go for about oh, 800 gold. How much? 800. 800. Oof. For <clears throat> uncommon magic item. Oh, you drive a hard bargain. Um, hmm. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I... I truly couldn't couldn't spend more than five hundred on it. So, is there any way we could work our way down that point? Yeah, sure. Five hundred gold and a favor. Yeah, I don't see the harm in that. Sure. All right. Um, so I'll <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. Zook would like to approach from the side wearing a pair of glasses. Um, excuse me, we would like to uh, stipulate that this favor must be equivalent to the 200 gold contracted. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I did, or 300. Because it was 800 and we went down to 500. I'm a lawyer, ma'am, not a scientist. He <laughs> <laughs> sort of draws up little notes that says, um, I owes Hallicent 300 gold worth of favor and turns it to you and draws a line at the bottom. Die. Please sign. Yeah, I, 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 I with, a, with a flourish, I, I sign my name. She takes it. Thank you. And draws and pins it up by her uh, fantasy cast register. Girls. <laughs> ah. Do you have a place where we can be reached? Uh, yes. Uh, I give her our new address. 1313 Dead End Lane. She writes 1313 Dead End Lane on the bottom of it. Perfect. Anything else I can help you kids with? Do you have anything related to fighting? Fighting? 
Is that what you said? Fighting. Okay, it kind of sounded like maybe you might have said fire too. <laughs> like fighting? Yeah, not really. You mean like practice dummies or something like that? We don't oh, have, have weapons. We don't have uh, armor. Hmm. Do you by chance know how to locate people? I know how to cast a spell to do that. If I gave you a name, would you be able to try to locate my friend? Oh, I could. Uh, it might not. Do you have anything that belongs to a person? Um, I hope not. Uh, it would be really difficult. I could give it a shot. I kind of, if I can have the orb, perhaps. Please. I think you had those. No, I had the stones. I had oh. the last ball. Uh, Chris was like, you disappeared for a second. I will pickpocket them from Di. <laughs> okay, Di gives you the orbs. <laughs> the orb has. They're kind of like jaggedly broken in half. This might have been his house. He goes, mm. it looks like it once held a soul. Yeah, his name was Xerxes Graves, and I'm just curious if he, what, if this was him or if it was a different one, and I could still find my friend. Um, I, I mean, he didn't like write his name down in here or on it or anything. Uh, it looks like it would have. Oh yeah, did you have him here last time? The uh, professor. It looks like the same thing. How does someone break a professor orb? Um, you could cast a powerful spell on it and break it. Uh, you could, if you tried to say resurrect a soul that was in the orb, it would break it. Oh, that's an interesting thought. So, I don't know, maybe the guy knew something and somebody had to kill him really good, or maybe the guy knew something and somebody had to uh, get him back. Can you try to locate the soul of Xerxes Graves using his former home? Oh, I could try. I don't know how successful it would be. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Um, that will be... Actually, you know, I'll tell you how much it is after I try. Okay. So you see, uh, like, um, if you don't mind turning around, I get a little shy when I perform magic. <laughs> that seems weird, but okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and go on to the grocery store and pick up our stuff. <laughs> Thank you. I'll follow along with Die. This seems intimate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Behind you, uh, you hear her start um, casting a spell. She pulls out a little bit of uh, fur, um, casts a spell, uses her hand uh, move. You don't see that though because you're not watching her. And um, she goes, Drat. Well, um, if he, he's not within a thousand feet of me, that's for sure. 
you know what? I'll give you that one for free. That wasn't very exciting. I was going to say, I could have probably told you it wasn't within 1,000 feet, most likely. Oh. I was uh, expecting something more maybe citywide. Hmm. I mean, that's a fourth level spell. <clears throat> so, you know. I'll give you 75 gold. No, I mean, I'm, I'm a shopkeeper. That's basically <laughs> the extent uh, of my abilities. Sorry, some, I know some shopkeepers that are real crazy and Okay, uh, I appreciate I you trying, though. You know, see, in a big city like this, it tends with the university, those who are more powerful tend to be over there. Those who, you know, can't do, can't teach, sell. So if, if you had to guess, what's the likelihood that my friend is dead, though? Just off, off top of your head. Ah, uh, 50-50. All right, and... um. Well, I already murdered the guy who did it, but I'll kill his friends, too, if he killed my friend. All righty. Uh, as you kind of pat you on the shoulder awkwardly, <laughs> best of luck avenging your friend. All right, I'm going to go try to get Dida to buy more snacks. Good luck with that, champ. <laughs> runs up. As he leaves, you guys go, sweet kid. I like the shopkeeper a lot, by the way. I finally settled on the voice, apparently. It's been changing. <laughs> I do like that one for her, though. <laughs> All right, so you guys are just browsing the grocery store. You guys should kind of pretty much find whatever you want. Um, as long as you don't get anything like too exciting, what would be like three to five silvers, depending on how much you want, how many weeks worth of food you want to get. I would like to spend five gold on like so five silver would be like five buck chuck, right? Yeah. So five gold would be like a fifty dollar bottle of something nice, right? Or a nice ish. Yeah, like a nice bottle of wine or uh mead or something like that. We'll get one of those for five gold for our moving in. We'll have a little moving in feast. I'll buy some stuff for that too. So also I'll take out like eight gold. Oh, yeah. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. You don't have a waffle maker, but you can buy one. I will buy a waffle maker. <laughs> All right, that's another two rolls. <laughs> waffle makers are hard to make in these days. <laughs> it's the, the old fantasy times, you know. It's uh, <laughs> waffle makers are hard. You gotta cast them, you gotta I don't know, smelt them. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyone else get any special anything special at the grocery store? Um that I can think of. Alrighty. So then do you guys head, bring all your stuff back to a house? Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk to the uh, the store owner, the magic store owner. You guys all left there a while ago. Okay, no way. (laughs) Do you want to go back? Would she have any like magic items? 
Yeah, yeah, the magic items are the magic items, sir. Uh, let's see here. What sort of items does she have? I guess you have a list. Paint me a picture. I don't have a list. Paint me a picture. Well, she what has a bunch for? of like common, um, a few uncommon items. And if she has anything better than that, then she has it in the back. I would like to see the back. Mm. You said that in a real like sultry tone. <laughs> Um, I don't have a list of stuff for that. <laughs> I didn't come up with anything. I was kind of expecting people to be like, does she have this? And I'd roll to see if she had it. <laughs> I just don't know what I want. How about I come up with something for next week and then you can go back. <laughs> okay. Or next uh, session, you can go back. So, I should have a standing list of stuff in different shots. I'll do that for that session. A few different shots. Just like maybe some rings or scrolls or something that we can use. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll put something together. I only have one or two knives, so. <laughs> you have how much money? He has um, one attuned item. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, so did you want to get into at the grocery store? Uh, I'll just help pay for some stuff. Okay. So you guys get uh, a bunch of food. You get some alcohol for the night. Um, you get a waffle maker, and then you go bring your stuff back to your house. Um, when you get to the house, uh, Zook, um, Lyle flies up and into your window, or into that window that he left open. I follow him. It's a little hard of a squeeze for you to get in through the windows, the kind of narrow windows, but you can do it. I assume everyone else uses the door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you guys are back. Because um, you guys were up late, you slept in a little bit, um, walking across town, walking back across the city all the way across the city and then halfway back across the city and walk back. It's starting to uh, get dark for the day. You guys want to, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I'd like to, at the, as the night starts and stuff, I kind of want to keep an eye out, see like what kind of town we live in now. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, like as you walk down, you saw like some family, some people like hanging out, um, close to dry um there's like a house down the road has some chickens in the yard um, some kids playing in the streets all that good stuff it's lived in um but people look happy are as happy as people do in fantasy era times okay It's your residential, your typical residential neighborhood. <clears throat> so, do you guys think we should track down this Arkwright or Roper or person first or wander person or? Uh, you know, from looking or from talking with um, Professor Helene, uh, wander 
has been dead for about 10 years. Um, Justin Roper lived in the Capitol and Pippa Arkwright lives in, um, uh, where is this? I have put it down. And we're in the Capitol. In right? Yeah. I guess that answers that question. <laughs> <laughs> But we probably want to do that, what, in the morning? Not breaking yeah. through this house in the middle of the night? Well, you now we've learned what happens when we do that. You catch them being dragon monsters? <laughs> we we don't, is the shortery. <laughs> we, don't, we don't go into houses at night when we're not invited. <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess um, I'm gonna pick up a copy of what is it like? What's that really famous etiquette book? That's <laughs> oh, like oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> pick up a copy of that, like because this because you near the university, there's like a college bookstore, and uh, one of them is this book called Manners: Colon Don't Fuck It Up. And it has a guy in front of me like this. Emily Post. Yeah, like the Emily Post. Oh, good. I like that one, though. Does it have a lot of pictures? Yes. And the little comics in it. Oh, this is great. It's it's, it's written by a fantasy college humor. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So when we get back to the house, I'm like, Zook, I have a gift for you. Um, Ooh, presents. I say, uh, you know, you, you, your, your recent um, talk about our misadventures recently have reminded me that I meant to pick this up for you um, and I hand it to you and I say I really think you're going to get a lot of information out of this also I really think you're going to like Goofus and Gallant um, especially that Goofus he's always up to something but Gallant is the one you should be focusing on you open it you see uh, these comics there's this little uh, gnome guy and uh, this big um, half orc with a smiling face and the little gnome guy seems to be getting in a lot of trouble. And the half orc is uh, very polite. <laughs> I skim. <laughs> what? Party looks at it and is like, well, this feels rude and <laughs> presumptive. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, Hardy, it looks exactly like you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you it know that Hardy ends up the nose is a lot bigger? <laughs> I, I have some questions about the, <laughs> the author of this book. The lessons are the important part, but you know, not all gnomes. <laughs> you fuck to the front is uh, written by somebody who calls himself Wilson Daggers. Wilson, Wilson Danner's my my new enemy. Daggers. Daggers, top of the hit list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you give him a present, and you guys decide you're gonna go see Roper uh, in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I assume you guys should have decided that before you left and got in most recent address from Professor Helene, who uh, told you it's been a while since you saw him. Um, wow. He was more of, uh, he was one of Professor Solis's students, more of his friend. Uh, he came for dinner about a year ago, but she hasn't seen him, or sorry, about 
three years ago, um, she got in some like flowers occasionally with the professor being sick, but she hasn't <clears throat> seen them personally. So uh, we crack open the uh, bottles of wine and whatever we purchased and have a little housewarming party. Nice. You guys put some food together. You have some drinks. Um, anyone get like really shitty wine to roll for constitution? I will. Sure. Why not? All right. Give me a constitution check. I should put together a uh, box sure. for you guys. Or a saving throw. Uh, saving throw. No, actually, yeah, do the saving throw, Kron's safe. 18. 16. That's a 10. Um, you guys are feeling good. Uh, except for Suki, you start slowing down. You're not going to, like, vom, but you know you're lightweight. <laughs> Literally, lightweight. <laughs> um, I believe I am well established as capable of rallying, so I think I'm still going hard. I'm just going to eventually hurl up a lot. Okay. So, you, yeah, you're trying to match everyone. So you're probably a little sick in the morning. Uh, maybe, <clears throat> like, one puke, a bit of a headache, but not, like, totally fucked up. You just Zoom. got to the just feeling a little feeling a bit off in the morning. Remember, no drinking and flying. <laughs> so where was this Gilson Roper's house? <laughs> <laughs> well now now we're on Zook Watch. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like Brigadoon. It doesn't exist at night, so you can't get there till sober up. <laughs> ah, I can't find the rest of sober. We'll, we'll, we'll make it there at some point. All right. Um, you guys go party a little bit. Uh, go to bed for the night. Um, as you go to bed for the night, you will level up. Um, we'll take I was going to a... say, given Zook's last statement, Hardy goes and ties a bell on Zook's window. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea. Yes. As I was, if you were, were going to say Dora, I was going to be like, ooh, that's not going to do much. <laughs> are you going to are you going to Samara crawl over to the window and tie the <laughs> Scuttle up. <laughs> so uh, we'll take a quick break. Gotta take the puppy out and feed her dinner. Um, and then so you guys will do a bio break and then work on um, giving yourselves a uh, level up. How do you do that again? Oh. Managed Manage, character. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you, you want to up. stay here, you can maybe have like Chris talk you through it. Yeah, yeah I'm happy to. Okay. Um, Managed character. Do you guys want to? You guys can decide whether you're going to bio break first or character first or whichever you want I'm, to do. I'm bio breaking first. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll be right. Back. All right. Are you I'll using my? Are you using my um my hit die rule, Amanda? With uh, half. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, so half plus. Yeah, half plus one if you roll underneath. Yeah, so, um, that. Cool. I'm gonna. I got I'm a also, ten. Hmm? Okay, so uh, that's Tali. <laughs> uh, new to the cast, I guess. <laughs> um, so you guys wake up the next morning. Zook makes waffles. Uh, have breakfast. Anything you do before you head off? 
No, I just set the, uh, I'm going to say I, I used one of my Unseen Servant scrolls last night to like start cleaning the place. And before we take mm -hmm. off for the day, I'm going to set up a second one to clean up the mess we made last night and also to keep like cleaning the place. So Perfect. Yep. Um, they're working diligently, not that you can see them. I know I can't see them, but I do feel in my soul that they are diligently working. This is just like the type of help you want. Mm -hmm. All righty, so you guys head out. Um, the address that Professor Helene gave you for uh, Nielsen Roper is, um, let's say like a hour and a half walk south of you. As we approach, uh -huh. can I take to the air and try to get like ahead a bit and keep an eye on the house and see if like once they see us start approaching, if anyone tries to bail or anything? Because this is we've been running into weirdo shit with these people. Uh, I mean, you don't know which house it is from the air. You need to try to see an address. You've never been there before. How about once we get within like a couple blocks, like once I see like a street name, just try to get an overhead view of the, just the area. Yeah, you can do like a recon of the area, but I mean, unless you like run ahead with your monk speed, look at the house, run back and then fly up and do a recon. I mean, if people think it's a good idea to do, just because we've been running into like teleporting monsters all over the place and flying guys and I mean it can't they all have wings and stuff can't I really turn to Zook and so do I and I turn into a let's see here you can see him. <laughs> what do I turn into I turn into a giant hawk oh. Eagle. Um, I was kind of going to go for it being stealthy. Are you going to be stealthy as a giant eagle? I flap my wings. All right, then. Okay, so you can take off. Can I roll a stealth check to try to see if I can find the address as we go? Yeah, roll me a stealth check. That is a 22. Party, I don't know if we should be more more concerned that they're up in the air where we can't see them or leave that they're up in the air and we can't hear them. <laughs> you know, for now, I'm going to go with it's probably fine. Um, so you guys fly ahead. Uh, from where you are, you know, it's a busy city. You can see some people like flying by real Occasionally on carpets are flying with flying spells or people who have like natural wings flying here and there too. Um, so you don't look too out of place, even though it's the middle of daylight, middle of the day, well, not middle of the day, early in the day. It's about 1030-ish. Um, so you fly around, uh, you're able to kind of go through and pick out the house. Um, it's a, a modest house, maybe a little more modest than the one that you've been staying in. Um, 
the area looks like a little older, maybe a little poorer, but still like fantasy middle class. Um, in the yard, in the front yard, uh, there are two kids playing. Um, they look like uh, there are two, I think, halfling. Yes, two halfling kids playing in the front yard. And uh, you see other kids down the street, like, call out to them, and they run over and do stuff while you guys do a recon over. But besides that, the house was pretty quiet. And the neighborhood was pretty quiet. So people are getting up, starting to do things. Um, some chores are being done. You can hear occasionally cooking from an open window or see somebody doing laundry, things like that. I want to fly in next to Deck and say to him and Oren, great, there's more kids. I hope they're not creepy again. I'm sure they'll f they're they're fine. You hear? Look, a giant eagle! Cool. And then some plane. Yeah, they're fine. I get, you didn't uh, even get to roll the stealth check or anything. <laughs> you guys just went back to them, right? I want stealth. Yeah, you're not near the house. There's like a kid over here, kind of oh, like okay. where they are. Gotcha, gotcha. You rolled in that 20 on perception. I mean, you're going back down towards them. You're like just in the street. <laughs> All right. So, Artie, do you want to take lead? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, sure. You're probably the most presentable of us. <laughs> well, that is generous. Uh... <laughs> It's also a low, low, low bar, but. Hardy <laughs> uh, brushes the persistent dirt that is just on her pants slightly off. Um, and uh, yeah, heads up to kind of knock on the door. All right, you knock on the door. Um, after a moment, a. Um, Kathleen girl, about 15 or 16 years old, answers it. She's like, uh, can I help you? Oh, I hope so. We are actually looking for the professor. I've blanked on which name. <laughs> this is Roper, right? No professor Roper. here. Looking for Gelson Roper? What did you have to do with my dad? We're um, students. And students at the elementary school? No, at the university. How did you know my reading level? Well, I you can know. tell at a glance. That's not true. <laughs> she has reading level sight. <laughs> <laughs> how, how old is she? Does she seem to be? Like 15 or 16. Yeah, she's a teenage girl, uh, Connor. She knows all of your flaws immediately. <laughs> On sight. Her perception level is like over level. And, and she not only knows them, but knows exactly how to weaponize them in ways to hurt you the most. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, my dad doesn't hang out at the university much, so I don't know why you don't want to do talking with him. Anyway, you don't know him anyway. I'll give you five gold if you go get your dad. 
five gold. I'm not going to go get my dad for five gold. Well, then I can stand here and be really loud for about three minutes until he comes to see what's going on. Or I could give you five gold and you could go get your dad. He crosses her arms. She goes, be as loud as you want. He's not coming. I just, for the sake of your all your ears, I just start making the loudest bird noises. Zook, I see Zook start that. I put my hand on Zook's shoulder. I say, Zook, perhaps a different tack. Where is your dad? Um, I don't know, but if I did, I wouldn't tell you. Did he abandon your family? Rude. So he's still <laughs> alive and in your in your life. I mean, yeah, last well, whatever. Oh, hesitation. A hesitation, yeah. Can I roll no, insight I on this too. teenage girl that I'm trying yeah. really hard not to bully, but I feel like I'm tired of bullying? <laughs> hey, just so you did, know. Did your dad go out for cigarettes? <laughs> just just so oh, you know. Who's working? 19. Hey, what was your name? work late. What's your name again? If you don't mind me asking. I do. Okay, well, um, so we were and looking then one for some of the people. other kids runs up goes, Clara, what are you doing? So shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, her dad works at the elementary school. I think we have everything we need to know here. Hey, Thanks, Clara. Clara. Question. So wait, your dad's not here. Zook, no. I don't know where this is going, but tread lightly. <laughs> no, I was just asking. I was just double checking. Okay, we're gonna go swing by the elementary school, then see if we can find them. Yeah, good luck. She slams the door. I flick a gold, one gold through the door before she slams the door shut. <laughs> you hear it like hit the ground. I don't know what happens after that. Well, that's fine. Uh, Someone will find it. It's gold. <laughs> she let slip that her dad works at the elementary school, so I think that's probably our best bet. Yeah. Now, right, you guys head over there. Where is the elementary school? Yeah. Um, now, I will say, as the smallest of the bunch, may have an advantage here. I jinx. <laughs> There's still a couple of the younger kids out, both the kids that kind of live there and the kid or the kids that live there and all their friends out in the middle of the street. If you want to talk to them and find out where the elementary school is, or maybe like, hey guys, wander around and find an adult. Hey guys, you want to see something cool? Yeah. I do a backflip. That's cool. I could do that too. And jumps up in the air. Want to so, see something boom. extra cool? Yeah. I do a octuple backflip using my ability to fly to make sure I can be in the air long enough to do eight backflips. Whoa! <laughs> I can do that too. Jesus, we're gonna get these kids killed. Uh, hey, do uh, do you guys go to school? Uh Sometimes. Sometimes. They're you know like where it four is? or five years old. I know on Fantasy Mondays and Fantasy Wednesdays. Do you know where it is? Do you know the fantasy address? Uh, I think it's just a regular address. <laughs> I don't know. Do you name? Um, yeah, you walk that way for a little bit, and then you go that way, and they point to the right for a longer bit, and then you go that way, and they point to the left. For only a little bit, and then you're there. Okay. Thank you. I have some snacks. We got them at the store today, and um, 
you shouldn't take food from strangers, but my name's Zook, so I'm not a stranger anymore. So here, I have some snacks. Ooh, snacks! And they take it. So they trust you. And now they'll learn to take food from strangers as long as they introduce themselves in the future. <laughs> but, but never take food from strangers otherwise. You're not a stranger, you're Zook! Well, even if they decide to tell you that, because some people aren't as cool as me. Hmm. Think so about they can do backflips, then we can take their snacks? As long as they can do eight. Okay. And I, I mean, in one jump, you can't, you know, no, no cheating. No, just doing them in a row. One jump. Okay. And Zook thinks that since there's so few air coker in the world, that this seems like a fair stipulation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you guys try to follow that direction to the best of your ability, or do you try to try to add to it? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Right, what'd you say? I, I, said, I said absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm following Hardy. She's the ranger here, so. Yeah. Um, you guys can kind of like sit in that direction and then you'll run into like adults exactly. walking down the street and you can ask somebody and they'll give you a... That's what I was figuring. Like so we could head at least in the direction the kid indicated. And... Yeah. So you come across like a, a mother walking with some kids and a dog and they go, she gives you directions to the scroll and you walk about uh, 20 minutes from where they are, <laughs> where the house was. And you get to a uh, medium sized house that looks like it has been uh, refabbed into sort of a small scroll. Um, there's some like play equipment in the yard. Um, it looks like people are there, but there's no kids in the yard at the moment because it's early in the day. I would like to go up to the door and knock on the door. All right. Um, is it like a single schoolhouse or is it like multiple classroom type elementary school? It's maybe like four or five classrooms. Um, I say, Zook, perhaps we should let the educators work until they get off their shift. Um, they, they... We're, we're early, though, before school, aren't we? No, it's like 11. Oh, I thought, sorry, I thought, my bad. I yeah, we could um, wait for maybe the kids, you know, lunch break or, or something. We can, or maybe we should just come back when school is out. I was just realizing the optics of us just sitting outside a schoolyard <laughs> waiting. <laughs> us four adults. Yeah, let's let's go grab some food and. All right, back. see you guys. Go so grab some food nearby. Um there's like a little pub down the street. Probably teachers go there after school. <laughs> um, and you guys uh, eat. Do you guys want to talk about anything? Do anything while you're there? Or do we just want to? Um, I'm fine with fast traveling to 3:30. Real quick, let's just um, what's our what's our approach? What's Game our plan. approach going to be for mm -hmm. for the former professor? Um, we could either approach him politely at the end of the day and say, hello, we were just worried about you because lots of your friends are dying or having weird, crazy shit happen to them. So we just want to check on you. I mean, I do think it is worth warning him of the situation. Um, maybe don't lead with a lot of your friends are dead. <laughs> I mean, and something like this kind of got cut to the chase. Uh, well, it might be better, a little bit of um, 
finesse, persuasive finesse might be of essence. After all, he, a lot of people he knows have had something bad happen to him. He may not receive that news well. It might be best to ease into it. I think it's worthwhile to, you know, be honest. We're there to help and to find out more information about what his experiences were, um, his knowledge of Anastas and the temple and anything that we might glean and let him know that strange things are happening and... All right, so stick stick with good news and try to be yeah. light about it. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe let me and Hardy do the talking. We'll, we'll ease and do it. Yeah, I'd say. Would you say be light about it? I just for some reason these alarm bells are just ringing in my head. <laughs> no, I said say positive things though too. Say positive things. If you say positive things, you can't make people sad, right? <laughs> No, I'm positive your friends are dead. No, that's not true. You can you can make people sad by saying all sorts of things. All right, we'll play it by ear. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. I think that's enough of a. <laughs> all right. So you guys spend some time doing self planning. Um, then you hear down the street some bells ring, and then like. A rush of voices and some stampeding feet. You guys head out and you see that the kids are leaving school. There's maybe like 30, 35 kids heading out. It's a lot of kids. I would like to wait until after they're all clear of the school grounds before approaching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you just like walk in? I'd like to walk up to the front door. Like, is there any teachers like staying outside to like watch out as the kids left or anything? No, but there's a yeah. The doors just kind of like swing open and shut as the kids are running out. I'm gonna like poke my head in the doorway and go hello. Uh, there's a second, and somebody walks out of a room nearby. Goes, uh, "Hi, can I help you?" Do you know what Gelston Roper? Uh, we've already talked to the uh, city guard about that why who are you um we're acquaintance we're friends of his acquaintances from previous educational expeditions and we're just making sure that we we're checking up on his well-being we're we're associated with the university um was he involved in some sort of incident um i suppose you could say that um I'm not sure how much I should be telling random people coming in. Um, I'm going to roll. Can I try a persuasion check here? I'm going to just say, yeah. um, uh, you know, his, we just came from uh, Professor Malaqui, Malaqui? Malaquis? Malaquis. Malaquis. So we just came from Professor Malaquis's house, um, who has unfortunately uh, had a terrible fate befall upon him. And we're worried about what may have happened to uh, Mr. Roper, and that is um, a dirty 20. I don't know any Professor Blackwass, uh, but um, um, he, uh, Gelson, I mean, if you know the family, you'd know that he disappeared about a week ago. 
feel bad for that kid. Um, <laughs> I say, uh, did he disappear into thin air? Uh, well, he had been working into the evening, um, and each night we put up an alarm spell that Kato's can sort of remove when needed. And he was inside, and when we came back the next day, the spell hadn't been taken down, but he wasn't here anymore. That's what we're investigating, is two other people that were on an expedition with him several years back have suddenly disappeared, uh, literally into thin air. Um, and another one was a yeah. monster. And the, the, yes, another one did turn A monster disappeared into thin air? No, no we uh, killed it with a sword. Instead of disappearing, um, mm. one of the people on the expedition uh, turned into some weird sort of reptilian-esque monster with wings. It had weird bent legs and a skull on its head and it had weird wings and did weird slime You don't need stuff. to go to the details, Zooks. Um, it was bad. Um, my mom wanted me to go to the university and all I hear is bad shit like that. So I'm really glad I did it. I mean, let me bring them to you. Sure. I'm gonna show Hi, Daddy. That's my dad's voice. Oh. <laughs> Is there anything that you observed before his disappearance? Changes in his behavior? Anything he may have said that stood out to you? Um, I didn't have much contact with him. I just worked in the main office. Like, you know any of his good friends? Things. Um, his wife? It's a good friend, his wife. <laughs> well, I, I you know, you'd love that to also. see that. You know, they've been in a relationship for a long time, and they're still friends. That's, you know, that's good. That's just that's just heartwarming. Uh, where can we find his wife? I would imagine probably at his that teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, she wasn't there when the teenager was there. It sounded like so. You know, if they like cake or anything in particular, in case we visit the house again to bring like a hey, we're. Uh, looking for some information and we're sorry to bother you, but we want to help. But I'm also sure here's the cake. I like what most people like. I don't really know them that well. We just work in the same building. Okay, well, you've got of most help. Um, we will stop bothering you. Um, He's a lot older that... than I am. It's not like we talk. I mean, I'll say hello when he comes in. He says, hello, Clarine. And... So you threw a whole lot of shade for not knowing if his wife's his best friend? <laughs> I assume they're good friends. They oh, could well. hate each other. I'm sorry, Carrie. Um, you, you said you're an educator. You don't know what happens when you assume. No, I work. Uh, I do clerical work. Makes All sense. right. All right, Zook. Bye, you... Clary. You can I, go. I leave. Uh, well, thank you so much. We will. Like last uh, time, I helped any random hey. asshole that walked into my building. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slip this cleric a platinum piece and say thank you. She does clerical work. She's a secretary, not yeah. a cleric. No, oh. I, I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I say, for your trouble, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have a good evening. Bye. Thanks. Well, we could go back to the house, try and see if we make any headway there, but... <clears throat> It sounds like some sort of local law 
has also possibly been investigating this. That's another more neutral route we could go rather than bugging the family again. Well, it doesn't sound like there's any witnesses to this one, so... And cops, or I'm sorry, guards don't talk about active investigations. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure how much that would help. Because we probably know more than they do. That's true. I guess um, the one thing to worry about is um, the family, excuse me, uh, in Cliff's Edge. Did they disappear too? Did the Arkwrights... Mm have a disappearance. Um, unfortunately, well, I guess we're not far from Cliff's Edge. Um, Amanda, what's the mail system here like? Um, Pony Express, unless you use a flying bird or yeah, paper bird. Um, I'm gonna go back to the say let's 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 send a, a missive to Pippa Arkwright and see if um well I guess if we set, try to send it and it doesn't the bird doesn't fly then we know. <laughs> well, do we know if true? Is it better to go or is it better to send something? Because if it's going to be a few days to send it, then we'll, well have if, double if, that to get information back at least. If the bird starts flying, then we know that they haven't disappeared. We can maybe go to them. If the bird refuses to fly to them, then uh, they're no longer on this plane. Yeah, we would have a shorter answer. Um, and that would at least save us save us the trouble of traveling or um, or prompt us to travel um oh so it's like an animal messenger animal messenger not like a delivery system it's a paper bird it's a magical item oh okay so if you you can send a letter to somebody and if they're on the same plane of of existence as you and not dead then um it will fly to them so uh back to abracapothecary i think some of you have paper birds i was gonna say i thought we did oh i I don't, but uh, yeah, if one of you has one and wants to use we'd one. Have, we'd found what, like... Yeah, you found a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well. Like six or something like that. Yeah, let's just use one of these paper birds that we found and have been holding on to this whole time. <laughs> Can I have one? Sure. <laughs> it's just a piece of paper until you fold it up and then it turns into a bird and flies. All right. Can I... Uh, I'm going to take it and write on it. All right. I'm going to try to send it to Xerxian Graves. <laughs> um, how, how, how is your writing going? What are you trying to write down? And actually, roll me an intelligence check. Oh, no. Hey, I've, I've done <laughs> my intelligence work. I have my elementary primer. I can do a little bit. Yeah, note. roll me an intelligence check. Okay. It's um, uh, by intelligence. An 11. An 11. Okay, um, you write in, you um, have only just one misspelling in there. Sweet. The backwards R. 
Xerxes and Grays, though, you don't know how to spell. I was going to say, is that all phonetic? <laughs> you know how to spell, you should spell Graves. I don't know if you know how to spell Xerxes, but I mean, a bunch of people might not know how to spell Xerxes, so you never spelled it for you. You do a good effort. It's obviously trying to be Xerxes and Graves. Um, you send it? I send it. All right, it takes off. I'll be right back, guys, and I follow it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's going. All right. How long do you follow it? About a hundred feet. It's still going. I'm gonna turn around and fly back to him. And go. Hey, I'm gonna need another one of those papers later, and when we want to find Xerxes, we're gonna have to follow those all the way. So we're gonna need to be ready to do that. That'll be a journey. Yeah. Well, he's our friend, and apparently someone had to kidnap him, so he probably knows some cool information. All right, what do you write to the, uh, I'm just imagining that somewhere somebody named like Xerxes Graves is just like, the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna so I'm gonna write a letter to Pippa Arkwright, uh, being you know like, just kind of you know like, hey, we're you know um, you know not sure if you've heard, but you know uh, Anastas Shear and um, uh, Gilson Roper disappeared suddenly a week ago. Um, uh, we are hoping that you are um, well, well, and <laughs> of not this dis- world, of this world, and not have not uh, befallen a similar fate yourself. If you haven't, um, you know, we'd like to uh, talk to you, uh, and then you know, please write us back and our names and city. So, all right, and then you fold, fold it and send it. Fold, fold up the bird. Does it fly? Uh, nope. Stays in your hands. Well, that is unfortunate. It seemed like we had so many leads at the start of the day. <laughs> we still have one. Is it the Xerxian lead? <laughs> yeah, we could find Xerxian. Guys, he was. It's not like he just broke out of his orb and left. Someone had to do it. And to have a reason to get him out. Yeah. And the shopkeeper told you they suspected that they were um, resurrected? Well, they don't know what, but the bird flew. So unlike our friends, our other friends, they're probably not dead. And I hear you got, you got like something like 48 hours after they disappeared to find them. <laughs> <laughs> and Lord help us if he's in the second location. <laughs> Um, well, I guess if you want to literally run that lead down, uh, since you can fly fast, you can fly fast. Um, maybe while you do that, I can start looking through the research notes we were given because we haven't had a chance to do that yet. Uh, I can have another bird paper. I don't have them. I think Hardy has. Them. Um, I didn't have them in my inventory, but I know that we had like a. Yeah, that's fine. They're like. 10 bucks. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. He had six of them at one point. <laughs> now we're down right. to three. Yeah, I will release our third one and then we'll f- go, hey, Deck. Actually, right before I release it, go, hey, Deck, you want to fly with me and follow this? Squawk. Silver. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not because it's been hours. I'm um, level eight. 
So as long as it's less than eight hours, then yes. Oh yeah, I just want to be less than eight hours. So you're just in that bar, just as a giant, as a bird, bird. <laughs> yep, just, just dipping your beak in a little thing of beer. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so you guys head up. Yeah, we're gonna follow it. All right. Uh, you fly east for a little while, about an hour, hour and a half. That you have to stop and. Uh, change your druid form during Wait, that time. Wouldn't it only be like 4.30 though? Well, you, on your way there, Okay. when you got to the, their house about 10.30, you had to wait for school to get out, which was about 3 o'clock. Yeah. And then another couple of hours of flying. Yeah, so, okay, never mind. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's close enough. I mean, you fly for a few hours and then okay. it uh, goes north and if you stop and go again, uh, you can follow it more back and you can see it kind of passing where your house would be and passing the, the um, harbor and then going out across the ocean. How, like across, across the ocean? Yeah, it's heading straight into the uh, into the horizon. Like, how far over the ocean do you think we should make sure it's flying out towards something? Four hours? No, it's good. <laughs> Maybe an uh, hour? Squawk, 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 squawk. Squawk, squawk, squawk. You can nod or figure it. Not for the number of hours you think we should go that way. And you can understand me, because I speak Orin, which you also understand. I say one hour, basically. So we follow for an hour. All right, so going. All right, we turn back. Unless you don't want to. I can fly for a long time. I don't know how long you can fly. Uh, four hours. No, longer than that. It's one hour per level, right? Druid level? Isn't it half your druid level plus it one or something? half your druid level plus one. Oh, five. Five hours then. All right, so we'll head back to shore and we'll take a short rest and then fly back. Okay, okay. Um, what are you guys doing while they're Following the spade. Uh, looking, digging through the, re going back home and digging through that research. All right. So you're reading through the research. Um, you see that, yeah, those uh, group of people that you already know are the ones that went the most amount of times. Um, you see some notes about, most of the notes are about the journey themselves, like what they found, which is you know, boring academic stuff. They never went down into the basement, or at least if they did, it's not in these journals. Um, but they had spent, some of them had spent as much as months in the temple, um, kind of like reading what the monks read and all that sort of stuff about you know, these ancient religions. Um, and in the later ones, they can start to get a little more personal. Um, talks about people that go with him a lot. Um, about 10 years ago, you hear 
Cassian notes um, that uh, Wander had passed away and the professor was really sad about that because she was supposed to go on a uh, another mission with him um, and he had traveled to Crestfall to uh, visit his visit her family, delayed the trip to the temple uh, a couple of months um, to pay his respects and do all of that. Um, and then uh, yeah, you see um, Friday, it's, as it gets to the last one, um, it kind of sounds a little more obsessive each time about going back to the uh, back to um, the temple and as he's surpassing the torch on to uh, Anastas, um, he talks about how he encourages them to go more frequently than he was ever able to, as, you know, like a man with a family, stuff like that. Spend as much time trying to dig things up as possible. And yeah, that's the stuff that you guys get from there. Um, if you spend some time looking at that text as well that you got in like a little bit of the um, sort of like that Rosetta Stone in it, you can, it sounds like kind of, like, you know, basic religious text, uh, that sort of stuff. Like when mine, um, you see, uh, and each stood besides their twin to observe that which they created. Um, kind of flip through. Uh, they cast the lost Eternals into the dark realm and lock them away. Um, and then like a bunch of more stuff that's harder to uh, translate. Hmm. You had to one, translate it into this runic language and then you had, there's a couple steps to do it. So like you see like it's a book that has like some really big, some things are like really big script like in the middle or the top or the bottom of the page and you're like going through and translating those as you go through. Um, so yeah, that's what you guys find there. And then uh, as you guys do that, um, Zook and Deck return as you finish doing that, finish up. You hear the bell that you hung on Zook's window? Oh, bullies are home. <laughs> Wonder if they found the good the good professor orb, or if they, they kidnapped them across the ocean. Success as he walks into the room. <laughs> <laughs> kidnapped across the ocean. Yeah, so they got to be going really fast. Oh dear. This just keeps getting stranger. So it's so resurrection is one possible. So I mean if the bird's moving, the professor had to have been resurrected. I guess why would somebody resurrect a professor? Why now? And where in the world is the professor, if not here on this continent? 
Did you, Zook, did you have a sense of what direction the bird was flying in? Northeast? Um, it flew east and then it flew straight north across the harbor and into the ocean. North. Straight north after going east for about an hour. Hmm. <clears throat> Trying to put the world map up. Yeah, <laughs> I was just checking the Ravon map. I was like, hmm, what does that mean? <laughs> so, Ravon's kind of like a peninsula that comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of stuff on the other side, and it kind of like arches like this, and then there's more mass over there. But so, there's it could be going all the way across, or there's like a large island nation also in the middle of that ocean over there above it. So it could be going there or all the way up to another part of it. Mm-hmm. You talked to it. I put it up here. I did not. Um, do you guys share anything that you've learned? Well, certainly from reading back over these research notes, there's an intensity and obsessiveness with being near the temple and spending time with the temple and uh, the fact that, I mean, I don't know, it seems to just like really, something about it takes hold of people and, and sways them. Yeah. Mm. Do we have, <coughs> so we know that he started to become obsessed. Do we have any lead other than the family left? Which family? Um, Nielsen's. Yeah, Roper's family. You have Arkwright's family and um, uh, Wander's family as well that you could talk to. Well, isn't Wander dead for X years and Arkwright is a travel. And Arkwright's gone. Yeah. So yeah, so we know Arkwright's already gone, so we would just be getting information anyway. So yes, do we want to get the Maybe the DM didn't realize that the birds did that and it was just what you needed to head all the way over there and that's <laughs> up there planned. <laughs> so okay. just saying. <laughs> yeah, paper birds are a little are very good. A little OP, one might say. Uh <laughs> actually, you know, I was following a paper bird earlier today, so I think we should do that again. Um <laughs> Well, that dog didn't hunt. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, but we follow. could. What if? Uh, and then Wander's family is in the same city as the uh, big church of Hiriam and um, mm-hmm. Anastasis' adopted father. Yeah. Certainly, he may also be able to give us some insight into Anastasis' motivations. I, I don't know that we need to go there. Um... Uh, and when Dai says that, uh, I don't even think he did side check. Like, yeah, <laughs> Dai, Dai has reasons for not wanting to go there. Um, what, um, this creature though, that's the other thing I think. This weird, uh, weird reptilian creature that we've seen it a few times now. 
Um, we saw it in the basement. We saw it in the professor that the professor had become some sort of version of it. Is there anything when you first encountered that crystal that was sucking the souls out of people, was there anything <clears throat> similar to that there? Had the murder a demon. I was going to say mm. there was a demon, but he didn't exhibit signs of sort of that reptilian nature. It's been a while. Um, you remember what attacked Phineas and what you fought before getting into the thing was a uh, a chimera that had a dragon's mm. head and wings. Although you mention it. <laughs> Just kidding. There was so, this one thing. So maybe that's something we should look at. Into if these these creatures have existed previously, perhaps um, perhaps looking more into them will put us on the right path. And it'll give more credence to Zook's paper. Yes. Yes, we could maybe uh, have some some papers that cite it as a support, you know, uh, increasing the value of it. Absolutely. Zook, every every citation, your paper gets in other papers, just further is how well respected the, the paper is. Yep, once we get our names out there, we'll be huge. <laughs> Alrighty, so what are your guys' plans? Well, should we make... Should we head towards the place we tried to send the bird to? Mm -hmm. See if it's a similar situation? Do we want to leave today or tomorrow? Or at Clissage, you can go to Crestfall. You can... Because that's just the one that we tried to send to, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's how many days away? Uh, like five days away. If it, we all have mounts and stuff, though. So that's still five yeah, days? Yeah, it's like five days away. Okay. Just making sure. Um, We could go there. I think that that's, uh, I mean, with the threads that we have, that would be the next location for us to head to. We we know that she won't be there, but maybe we can find some other information out. Do we want to start heading that way? Everyone close their windows and lock the doors. <laughs> Pack up some provisions. Mm-hmm. Some Sammy's for the road. <laughs> All right. So hit the house and then take off in the following morning. All righty. Mm-hmm. So you guys head up to the house, grab some snacks, or pack up some stuff for the road tomorrow, um, go to sleep, you know, have a nice long bath and stuff before you guys head out. I'll wake up the next morning and hit the road. And let's call it there for tonight because I have a puppy that needs some uh, playing for before nighttime and Chris has like half an hour to get to his thing. Cool. Well, good session, Amanda. Um, Are we good for April um, 14th? 
Yes. So. Looks clear to me. Cool. All right. Uh, 